Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Stefano, and this is When Leaders Talk, a podcast about leadership and, most importantly, about leaders. Leadership resembles a physics concept called unstable equilibrium, equilibrium that is unstable balance. Basically, it's when a body is in a balanced position, but even a small force applied to this body will change it, will bring big changes. And to find a new balance, this body has to find itself, itself in a very different situation. Well, leadership is like this in the sense that it's like kind of walking on eggshells, if you want, and you need to adapt, adapt to technological changes, adapt to evolution and even in the human relationship side and in the human dimension, adapt to changing scenarios day by day or periodically. Well, adaptation is one of the things I've been talking to um, Fabio Pancaldi. Fabio Pancaldi is the guest of this great episode of When Leaders Talk. Fabio brings to this conversation his great experience as an entrepreneur and as a key member in Google and HubSpot, the company he works for now. He's the uh, sales and partnership director for Australia and New Zealand. And if you look at his resume, you will see how his work has brought a lot of uh, gains and success to the company he's been with. And actually, he still does. So, uh, he's surely a successful leader. He meets all the requirements for a successful leaders. We talk not just about adaptability, but you know, we talk about how to build trust in the team, how important it is to listen to feedbacks, how, how important it is to keep evolving and changing as a leader that himself, that himself defines as an infinite game, meaning that is never there is not like a, a final destination, but this improvement, the growth of a leader, is endless in a good way. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, everything changes. The people we work with change. The the technology we deal with changes every day. And AI, something we've been talking about in this conversation, also brings something new every moment and we need to adapt adaptability so adaptability is surely the recurrent theme and thread in this conversation but there will be more and i really invite you to listen to this podcast carefully because there are a lot of insight a lot of interesting topics i i am i discuss with fabio in a little bit less than 60 minutes before I leave you to the interview, as always, let me remind you, you can follow me on all the social media, including LinkedIn, Twitter, and now threads, and uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And also, if you are interested in coaching and with me, you can go on uh, masterurc.com. And with no further ado, Fabio Pancaldi. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome, welcome Fabio. Welcome to Win Leaders Talk. I'm very happy to have you here. Nice to be here, Stefan. So Fabio, you are first of all an Italian expat in Australia. Now you are an Australian citizen too, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, we became citizens three years ago. Okay, very good. And uh, I really want to visit Australia. Uh, and I will, I'm sure I will at some point in my life. But this, inter yeah. but this interview is not about Australia or traveling, right? This interview is about leadership and especially your view of leadership as a leader yourself. Um, and you, I've seen your curriculum. You have a fantastic experience uh, either as a, your, your, uh, as a entrepreneur and working for great companies like Google and HubSpot, like the company working with now. So I'm sure you will give a great contribution to this uh, discussion that we have on leadership. And starting with it, <laughs> what is your definition of leadership? If you have any definition. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, uh, leadership to me is uh, supporting the people you're working with and uh, helping them unlock the best version of themselves. Hmm. So you are in service of the people that you're working with, you, with uh, you're working with and making sure that uh, you, you give them the very best you have to offer. Okay, so it's very much centered on the employee, on the teamwork, rather than a task, a product, or the customers, right? Uh, well, uh, if you have uh, done a good job in uh, uh, clarifying the, the why you're there and uh, you work it on your team mission and vision, then uh, it is around the people because uh, you're assuming that uh, there is a common understanding of the purpose and the goal. And so the, the, the focus you have is on unlocking their performance and uh, making sure they're, like, they're able to deliver on that shared, shared goal. But uh, definitely, like you need to have done that job before; otherwise, uh, it's not effective. Okay, so how do you do that? What, what are the skills that you use the most when when you are with your team and to, to really create this environment that you've been talking to about? Uh, and and uh, the first one is probably something that I learned uh, a little bit down the way, and uh, it's uh, humility. As a, as a new leader, you feel the pressure. Uh, you have to deliver. Like you have to know the path forward. You need to know everything. And uh, and uh, as you mentioned, you realize that, that knowledge is uh, far from being true. No? And uh, so you may you need to be humble and you need to uh, respect the fact that uh, you may not have an answer. And the people that you don't need to be. I'm sorry to interrupt. You don't need to be the smartest person in the room, basically, right? Absolutely not. And uh, and probably in my all my experiences that was made clear for me like uh, pretty early on. And uh, and uh, and so you cultivate that smartness from the people that surround you. And uh, you 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 kind of the director of an orchestra and, and trying to, to 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 bring all of this together and making sure that like uh, there is uh, support, there is collaboration between the people in your team. And, uh, and uh, that support and collaboration develops even further the skills that they already have. Okay, I like, I like the, uh, the idea of being the conductor of the orchestra, you know, right there and, and, and try to maneuver those, 
those people. Um, what is what is the main challenges that you face as you you are uh, the director of sales and partnership for HubSpot in Australia and New Zealand? So, what are the main challenges that you're facing these days? Uh, well, we we are operating in a market that uh, is obviously experiencing some contractions in terms of economy, like that's happening uh, everywhere in the world. Now there is uncertainty, there is uh, uh, stress, there is uh, fear uh, among customers. Oh. Top of that, IT specifically is just coming uh, out of a big hangover that uh, happened in 2020 and 2021 when everyone was buying every piece of technology that was available in the market just because there was this huge fear of missing out in uh, the IT departments of uh, medium and large organizations. So they bought everything. They probably found themselves not needing all the things they bought or not using well enough all the things they bought. So that's an addition to, 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 to the, the current market uh, dynamics. So this is definitely not the easiest market to work within. And uh, that's basically as a request required us to change significantly the way we approach the market. And uh, we, we were uh, lucky and good enough probably to understand and uh, uh, the, what the, our customer needed and uh, adapt quickly enough to that in order to be successful. And uh, we've been uh, uh, having significant growth despite the current uh, market condition in this, this year so far, touching wood. <laughs> we continue doing that, but like, uh, yeah, double digit growth and uh, very soon. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yes, we're pretty happy about it. But again, like it's, it comes back to being humble, no? Like uh, to like what has made you successful and what has made us successful before. The realization that uh, wouldn't cut it in the new world, no? So you need to open yourself up and challenge everything you um, has made you successful and uh, as define yourself to embrace a new a, a new you, no? And a new way of working with our customers. And I, it all came from. <laughs> Actually, when you talk about it, it seems like, hey, Pablo, this is really basic, but like, uh, it's probably <laughs> the most important element is like, uh, listen to, 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 to what your customers are telling you and, uh, in, um, and uh, then take, absorb that and uh, adapt in alignment with what you've been told. I, I love what you say about listening because, you know, m many times we found ourselves asking questions <laughs> and then we just forget listening to the answer to the question and we let our mind or we don't want to listen to the to the answer for real. We just ask because we have to ask. But yeah, listen, listen with intention, you know, and you listen. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, you, you have to listen to your, your clients, your customers. And you have to listen your employees as well, just to uh, foster um, a psychologically safe environment within within your your team, and, and something that apparently you do very well. Uh, that's, so, that's super uh, for <laughs> sure. Like again, doing it very well. Like again, leadership is uh, is dynamic. So I want to make sure that like uh, you you don't do well leadership. You can only aim at improving over time, no. But like, there is like, there is not like a, I come from an engineering background, no. Like, a, you you build a bridge, 
is there like uh, it breaks or not? That's black or white. No, you build a good bridge, stays up. Leadership is a, a tiny bit different. No, like there is a, this endless curve of learning that you, you need to develop. But definitely going back to your your, your statement, psychological safety. It, it, it's so important because uh, it goes back to <laughs> getting the feedback in the first place. How can mm-hmm. you expect a proper feedback, a, a, a true, like uh, getting the truth, the reality, if you don't build the, the, the environment to, to, to get that out? You know? And yes, absolutely. And it, it looks easy. You know, it, it seems easy to say, oh, I, I, I am, it's easy to, to say I create a, a psychologically safe environment within, within my team. But it's not that easy. I mean, you really need to build trust. And trust is one of the things that it takes time to build and takes a moment to destroy for real. And the other thing that I really appreciate is what you, what you say about adaptability. Adaptability is the key factor for me that allows the human species to evolve in, in years. It's not the strength. It's not being the strongest because humans would never be never been the strongest animal species on the, on, on Earth, right? But they were the one adapting, adapting to weather change, adapting to different terrains, adapting to changes in nature, and evolving this way. And that's why we ended up, you know, we, we were crawling and now we stand up on our on our feet and, and we were able to see more and we see farther. And uh, yeah, that's how we became human, the humans that we know today. And talking about this, talking about um, evolution, I'm very curious about how you use technology if you use technology, especially AI, because now it's we're entering this in this new age of artificial intelligence. I'm very curious on how, if you do actually use AI in your leadership and you're leading your team every day. Uh, yes, we do, uh, and uh, we we work uh, we work with AI on several levels, and uh, the, the first element is like a tool understand and like, get insights out of data no? we, we we leverage our our own tools no to to, to work with our customers so we use our crm as uh, uh, the main uh, the main tool for our productivity but this leads us to have a, a significant amount of uh, data that uh, we can leverage to make decisions the point is like you need to the data is one thing insights is the next thing to adapt it and this where AI helps us doing it. So we analyze calls, we understand how long we've been speaking compared to how long our customer has been speaking. What keywords have we been uh, talking about? Like what was the sentiment of that call? And that is uh, on a single conversation or aggregated. And so we get information on how we can coach our reps to become better. We have uh, information around like what kind of elements of feedback we are getting from the market and we can uh, move that feedback to our uh, engineers to, to develop those functions that may be missing or may not be uh, hitting the, the need of the customer. So all of this is uh, is done through AI and uh, which is supporting us in, in, in our job. It's like, it's, uh, it's a kind of a joint venture that, uh, that we are having. And, uh, and, uh, and I feel like, uh, but, it empowers all of us 
to do a better a better job. Do you see AI also? I know we a lot of people fear AI. You know, like oh, they taking over our jobs. We're gonna be jobless. Do you fear that AI is gonna take over your job, your position, or leadership position in general? Uh, well, like we we don't know the future, so it's something that like uh, it would be silly not to be worried about the risk, as it would be silly not to be excited about the opportunity. I I think it will change my the way I work, and uh, I have trust in, in us as a species to adapt and uh, <laughs> become even better. No, and uh, we we made mistakes along the way and we always been able to course correct so i i believe we we can do that again if we we go down a path that is not beneficial for us no but uh going back to your point definitely changing the way i work but uh i actually feel more empowered now than i was before and i feel more of uh, support and service to my team now that i have these tools and um yeah, and we went back to the adapting, you know. <laughs> fire, fire at the time was very scary for a lot of people. And, oh, yeah. uh, it helped us. Right. Um, and if, if we think to other technological um, changes back in the day, like, you know, when, when, when farmers saw those machines, tractors, you know, coming into... <laughs> into their fields, they got scared, like, oh, we're going to lose jobs, it's, but they just changed it. Actually, those machines allow them to have higher production, as you mentioned, right? So it, it increases the speed of processes and, and things. AI pretty much is the same. And uh, But right now, my, my assessment is that the human dimension of leadership, basically the really dealing with the other people, the soft skills, those are hardly replaceable for now from AI. I mean, at least for the, the next decade, it's going to be hard to find a machine that can really replace uh, humans when you need to talk to a person. When, when there, there are some professions, for example, that um, for now are quite safe <laughs> from, from AI. But we will change. We find new jobs, we find new positions. I, li I like this view. And you know a lot about changes also, right? Because you've been transitioning, as I mentioned at the beginning, from being an entrepreneur on your own, you had your own company, to work for bigger companies like Google or HubSpot. What is the change? What is the difference? I'm sorry. What is the difference between leading your own company and leading a team in a much, much bigger company? There are differences. There are also much more analogies than what I expected when I actually uh, decided to join Google first. No, and I was really scared. I say, "Oh my gosh, I will lose my autonomy." And uh, the, the reality is not the case. No, like you, uh, you first as an entrepreneur, you, 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 even if you uh, founded the company. You always have people that uh, uh, you have to report to, no matter what. No, uh, can be uh, other co-founders, can be uh, key stakeholders within the organization, customers, you name it. No, so there is always that element. It's not different in a large organization. 
it, it is really about like the culture of the organization that uh, really defines whether you can express yourself and contribute uh, above what is like your uh, well-defined role and uh, whether you can do that. And I was lucky enough that both uh, Google and HubSpot share those uh, cultural values of empowerment of, uh, of each employee and uh, allow it, uh, magic things to happen. You know? Like uh, if you think about uh, a Google Gmail was created by uh, someone that uh, wasn't actually working in Gmail. It was like a side project that they started, you know? the, the 20% projects that uh, defined Google in the early days that generated amazing uh, solutions and products. And uh, similarly in HubSpot, like we are always uh, brainstorming thinking and uh, that is not like uh, tied to a specific role. No? It can be uh, an individual contributor working with directors, working with the CEO in, uh, in a specific uh, you know, on a specific project. And this is amazing because it creates this uh, common understanding of uh, the purpose and, and sharing of the values. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you've been lucky to find uh, two companies like uh, Google and HubSpot. Actually, I, I, my understanding is they, they their their culture resonates with you, right? So it's you find yourself pretty much comfortable in in a company like this. But I'm sure that you had your challenges, right? And then what what is the biggest challenge you you have faced? If you mind sharing. <laughs> and how you deal with it. Yeah, I'll share a funny story and, uh, and uh, the manager at the time will laugh about it. Uh, the first was language. Like when I moved, I, I could uh, barely speak English and I moved to Ireland and my, my manager was Irish. We couldn't understand each other. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we had to find a way- well, Irish, Irish, Irish is, <laughs> I, I don't want any Irish to get upset, it's but it's level, quite difficult. Yeah. Level of English. No, it's not the English. <laughs> you've been taught at school in Italy, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and, I, and I was terrible even at that. So imagine the, 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 the rest, no? But so we needed to find a way to communicate, you know, find a common ground again. And, uh, and that was difficult. It was uh, a time uh, uh, re really uh, I thought probably this won't work out. But in the end, like there was this element of mutual trust and believe that uh, we could have added value to each other that allowed us to, 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 to develop that. Uh, but the first months were, were, were difficult, like uh, in, all, uh, in all senses. So the, the, the other examples is when basically a decision that is needed for the company impacts you and your team in a negative way. And uh, that is being part of a large organization no? and, uh, and you need to accept it and you need to work with whatever it is, the, 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 the requirements behind that decision and make sure that like you're supporting the, the organization in that journey, you know, and, and, uh, and sometimes move yourself from the equation and say, okay, why are we doing this? Oh, I understand it. Okay, how can we do it the best way possible? And, and, and you move on. No? There is that element that uh, at the beginning was tough to understand. And even now, I must agree. I must admit, sometimes, no, you feel like, ah, oh, that's not uh, uh, that's not great. But uh, then uh, you, you take a step back, and then you allow yourself to work within it. The good stuff that nothing is uh, is as terrible as it looks like. There is, uh, and uh, if there are best intent uh, at the beginning, like um, everything usually solves itself out. 
Yeah, it's hard to lead a team when you don't really agree upon whatever you're doing. <laughs> it's just something imposed by by above. And it happens, right? And then, then of course, every every each of us, especially people who have a great experience like you do, you have your opinions, you have your uh, mindset and your values and beliefs and whatever. And sometimes you just have to do things because they, you are told to. And you have to, uh, you have to motivate your team. <laughs> you have to find a way to accomplish the task despite you're really not convinced about it. And you cannot just say, oh, I wouldn't do it, but we have to do it. That doesn't work well. It doesn't, doesn't sound well. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> it doesn't work no. at all. Uh, that's a, that's a, 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 an interesting statement because it happens sometimes, you know. And, uh, and uh, the first element that I always do is going back to whatever is my boss and uh, and uh, ask a simple question. I need to understand the why. Why are we doing it? And uh, and I keep asking until uh, I get it <laughs> into my stubborn head. And sometimes, like my my manager's been saying, "Yeah, oh, you already asked." I said, "Yeah, but uh, that wasn't good enough." And uh, because if I don't understand the why, how can I communicate it effectively to my team? You know? And uh, but once I have that understanding, that broader understanding, then I can motivate the team. You know? I can uh, I can communicate with them, and, and uh, we can find a path forward. And can be a different path from the one that has been uh, uh, identified early on. And uh, we can even challenge the decision. No? And then uh, those organizations have been proven to, to be flexible in that sense. And, uh, and uh, if there was a good alternative, then uh, that alternative was taken uh, uh, and adopted. And, uh, and that's probably is, uh, another trait. Now we talk about humility at the beginning. Uh, probably another trait of, of leadership is uh, 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 again, tied to humility, but it's like uh, being being able to be a good follower as a leader, you no, know? and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, take like yeah, the the, the approach saying uh, your decision is much better than mine, and it can be done myself up or or the other way down, no, and and uh, getting one of my managers to challenge it happened <laughs> uh, uh, earlier today, and uh, having one of my managers saying like we should be doing differently, and we discussed it, and then I thought you're right, we should be doing it differently, and uh, we agreed on on going ahead with their decision. Yeah, and actually, uh, there is a there is an interview that I've done on one of the previous episodes with Matthew Gold, and it actually was really how leaders are followers as well. You know how they are, they should be ready to. Um, not just, uh, I'm not saying just uh, abdicate the role. It's not abdicating the role of leaders because at the end of the day, the decisions are made by the leader. You know, like with all the support from the staff, from a lot of people, from technology, whatever, but the decision is made by the, the leader. But at some point, any team member can be, can take the lead, can have the right idea, can have, can speak out and express something that is kind of a winning, can be a winning solution. And that's how everyone can take the lead. And it's, uh, so all the voices in a team can be heard and, and valued, you know, every, every, every time. Yeah, if we agree on the statement that we are not the smartest in the room, then that comes without any doubt, no? Like you, you need to listen to the people that are smarter than you in, in that sense and, and making sure that everyone has the, the right contest to support you. The leader is accountable 
for the decision made. That is what the leader uh, is and, and needs to make sure that once the decision is made, we, we do our best to deliver on that, on that uh, path that we, we chose. You know? And that's like a response, full responsibility of the leader. Have you ever felt, <laughs> talking about this, have you ever felt the loneliness, what is called the loneliness of the leader? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it happens, it happens uh, a lot. It's uh, definitely like you have uh, moments where basically you you are the one, because you are the one accountable to make the decision and uh, you have a problem, like, again, like the, there, are, there is risk in uh, any path and you have a limited information despite AI tools and everything. You know that like uh, you're making kind of like a, 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 a bet, no? And you're just trying to reduce as much as possible the, 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 the risk associated with that bet. But in the end, you are the one that has to, to, to make the call, no? And that, that is, by definition, a little bit of a, a, a role that uh, separates you from, from the rest of the, the people. The, the other element is, uh, I always think that uh, you need to stay close to your team, but at the same time, you cannot stay be too close to, hmm. to, to your team members because that may obfuscate your uh, decision making process, you know, and because then emotions would an attachment would uh, uh, would lead you to probably make a decision over another that is based on, on those emotions, no? So, like, you, you need to balance, again, like this balancing act that is leadership, no? And uh, try to, to, to have both. Can, can I ask you to, uh, that's a very interesting concept, but can I ask you to elaborate a little bit more on this, not keeping not too close, you know, how to keep this balance between being close enough, but not too close? Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one, it's a tough one. Uh, you, you, you get, you share like a, most of uh, your awake life with your team, no? and, uh, and uh, you, you create bonds, you build trust, you build a relationship. Uh, but uh, you cannot be a friend. And uh, it, it's interesting, I, I got that early in my career when I was a manager, and one of my reps said, like, uh, we can be friendly, but we won't be friends. And I said, what are you talking about? Like, I want to be friends. And then I realized what he meant by then, you know? And uh, it's, it's kind of probably similarly to parenting a little bit, you know? Like, you, 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 you cannot be a friend of your sons. You need to be the parent, you know? And uh, you have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. You have a decision that you, you need to make that sometimes need to be made to do the best for the broader organization and may penalize some people in, in your team. And uh, you need to be, be able to make those decisions with a clear mind and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the right data, not being obfuscated by the fact that you uh, love that person and, uh, and uh, would like to retain them in that role. How do you react when one of your team members or more <laughs> tries to befriend you you know is too friendly with you 
and missing probably because they, they, they misinterpret this this your being close and they don't get it it's not too close <laughs> how do you deal with that it's a, again like you no know, you need to, to be clear probably from from the beginning but i'm i have an amazing relationship with uh, former colleagues former team members and uh, and actual team members it's just the definition of the roles has to be clear from the beginning and has to be reinforced and uh, clarified on, on the way you know and uh, and uh, again like we're, have, we're having tons of fun like we, we laugh together probably sometimes we cry together like <laughs> it's uh, uh, it depends but at the same time we we both have different roles and uh, we are expected to do different things you know and uh, my team members are expected to provide me hard feedback if uh, I don't deliver on my role towards them similarly that's an expectation on me to do the same so like uh, that's by definition it's uh, something that uh, uh, needs to be kept in place no and uh, and uh, again you can be friendly <laughs> and uh, have fun together but uh, you need to be able to to, to still execute in in, in, in your role yeah, it's uh, I, I, I agree. I, I like I like this approach, and I also know that it's not easy because some people might actually think that that they are friends of you, and then you know that you're being friendly and you're being open and fun might be interpreted like, oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I wanna go and then. Meet and now I have a relationship with this person even outside the job, but I I got that. Yeah, it's not no, easy. I, 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 and I have it. Sorry, let me let me clarify because I have those relationships with people that uh, we have been team mm. members together or people that have been part of my team. In in that exact moment of uh, you as a leader of that team, though, at any time you may be asked to make a decision and have to reduce the number of people in that team. And wow. uh, that is to save the majority of, of the people. And now, like, how can you be objective making that decision if if you let your emotions come in? You know? And uh, and so that is the kind of how can you be effective in, in communicating that decision? No, if you let those emotions to come in. So that's the kind of. Uh, dichotomy again of leadership and one one of the things that makes leadership so tough and consuming you know and you see some some leaders like really after five years ten years like uh, age 30 years you know and probably that is one of the elements uh, that that consume people yeah yes yes absolutely absolutely i come i mean i come from an environment where this is a major one where um it's there are kind of very strict levels and there are ranks it's not just ranks even within ranks there are differentiators like you are an officer you are a petty officer you are enlisted so it's there are categories if you want um i sometimes wonder <laughs> if all of these is still necessary but um in in such a, a strict way but it's, it's something I'm, I'm trying to figure out in my own path in my own journey outside outside the military uh, probably uh -huh. like a, a search to make like google early days 
hmm. decided that they could run without managers. So they remove all manager position. Uh, it was really early days. And they were experimenting. And uh, so no more managers at all. And uh, two months, probably three months, like I'm not, not super sure about the time frame, but a short time frame, <laughs> everyone pulled up to the end saying, nah, we need the, 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 the managers back. We need that element of uh, support, you know, that element of coordination. So again, balance. You, know? you cannot have too many levels because then it becomes uh, too slow to make a decision no? because you need to have... Uh, that decision approved seven times. No, it's, it's insane. And uh, at the same time, you cannot keep it too flat. Otherwise, it's uh, really difficult to coordinate. And uh, that's an interesting, what, what is the right balance? No? And probably it's dynamic as well. I think in a situation of emergency, you may need to have smaller teams. And uh, in situations of uh, uh, more of a standardized work, no? when less change is needed, you may expand a little bit the, the size of the team. So that's another element that uh, uh, it's part of uh, like adapting, I think. Yeah, well, when we think about examples of deep, deep, deep democracy in the, in the past, you, you can see that, as you say, right, in an emergency time, that doesn't work well. Um, I think the, the, the most common example or the most known example is Athens, um, you know, Especially during the, the, the Peloponnesian Wars, when they had to deal with again with the Spartans, who were were very hierarchical, right? So there was the king, who was a decision maker. While the the Athenians, they were struggling because there was this guy who was trying to convince everyone else publicly. So they had to hold speeches, and that's when you know this public speaking became an art. Because it's really you have to get into mind of people, and uh, that the Sparta was successful. I mean, Athens was successful. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it required a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and it's it's you still needed. By the way, the guy, even if informally, as you mentioned, was able to kind of take the lead and make decisions. For, for everyone everyone else. That's a, that's an interesting experiment. I didn't know about Google, but what I know is that many companies now are even still keeping managing position managers and everything, but they are trying to reduce the distance between employees and the leading team. So not too many layers. I don't know if you have experienced that. Uh, we, we haven't gone through that, um, but I, I truly believe that uh, in times like this, like a leader should be up in the front like as much as they can and uh, really be sharing as much as they can with uh, the people that are in the field, whatever is the field. Now for us, is like uh, mm -hmm. the reps that are talking to customers. So you need to work with them, like see it with your own eyes, show that you're there walk in their shoes like that's all the elements that are needed because otherwise like you 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 may be too detached not removed and uh, not really understand the the intricacies of what they're experiencing in day to day in my agenda as an example like i have a time that cannot be booked over only for uh, uh customer meetings and, and uh, my my reps just book me in and uh, i said that's the best way you you you, you have to 
get me into in front of like communicate to me you know, and uh, and share with me what like you're seeing every day you know? and uh, and i think this is important at the same time you cannot go again another balancing act you cannot go into too much details you know otherwise you lose the, the, the big picture so again like what 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 do you do and uh, if you think about all of these levers you know that the leader has you know we talk about like uh, trust building trust uh but not friendship leader you know <laughs> there is uh, humility at the same time decisions that need to be made you know speed and and risk you know all of these levers that that they cannot be stable no so in a situation you may need to push one lever one way and pull the other one on the other on the other way to be reacting to what the, the market but the dynamic around you know is uh, is exposing you to one and then uh, and then again go back you know and uh, and uh, if you have over indexed in one being able to uh, pull back into a more standard element and the only way to do it sometimes it's difficult no? as a leader at least for me has been difficult sometimes is getting your people to tell you hey Fabio oh, good <laughs> but now we are back into like a, a different say, uh, stage and uh, we should be rebalancing and uh, the only way you get that feedback is if you have built trust to begin with I, I like the word trust and uh the 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 role that trust plays in, in in those kind of relationships and those kind you know when when you are a leader but and I mean trust probably has a great great role in all the relationships that we have not just within our team you know a home or friends or whatever um, and that it's it's under sometimes it's undervalued. Um, there was something that you said earlier that really, uh, when we were talking about the, the loneliness of the leader, and this is something actually I, I was including one of the on the previous conversation I had in this podcast uh, about you know some some people say oh you don't need to be lonely you have your stuff you have your team as we, we mentioned you have your technology do you think that if you create the right environment with your team kind of the perfect environment you can eliminate the loneliness the sensation of being lonely or do you think that this is something that will stay forever <laughs> and will never go you can mitigate but not eliminate uh, i think uh, again it's not that uh, you're lonely all the time is that no, a like you know <laughs> Exactly. No, like you're having fun. As I said, like uh, I chose leadership because uh, I could work with people. I love working with people, no, and uh, and I love that energy that you're getting from working together. At the same time, there is that decision, and that decision can only be made by you, and you are the one facing the consequences. That is where the loneliness is, and that moment cannot be taken away. And uh, and because you have to embrace it, you know, and uh, and as actually part of your leadership, and then you have other moments of uh, I don't know uh, hangover of emotions, and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, uh, I don't know what the opposite of uh, loneliness is like, but like uh, the exact opposite, you know, and I feel like wow, that's the, it's I'm part of a family, I'm part of a group, I'm part of. Uh, 
uh, a, a huge a huge thing that now we're moving together but uh, I think both of them uh, exist and will always exist no matter what like otherwise you you're not taking all the responsibilities that you have as a leader and uh, I was keeping some what kind of leader are you in few words if someone asks you you know let's say I'm a new employee uh, I'm talking to you and I you have to describe yourself as a leader in a, in a nutshell. What would you say? I'm uh, really, really early stages uh, as a leader. Like probably you haven't been very lucky getting me, but here we are and uh, we have to make the most out of it. And uh, the only way is to, to work together. Uh, I, I like contracts probably because I'm in sales. No? So my contract is like, I, I will give you the honest truth nothing nothing else but uh, i expect the same from you and that's the only way that uh, i can move from uh, the type of leader i am now to a better leader thanks to you no and uh, and probably that's the only ask that i have is like to help me there i as a person differently from a leader I don't mind uh, 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 last minute things like you can uh, bring me into an emergency meeting and uh, you will see me excited. I I don't mind working hard. I I I, I like like if I'm uh, challenged by a problem, I can spend two days and uh, and two nights working on it, and I, I I don't mind doing it. I actually feel energized by that. I I love seeing people developing. I get frustrated when things are slow. I get really frustrated when things are slow. And uh, and uh, when uh, I feel like um, I enter in a room and there is no trust, I get a little bit frustrated about that. Uh, as I said, early stages, but like working on it. Working on it. Okay, you convince me, I can work with you. <laughs> uh, you you said that, you know, earlier that uh, being humble, is one of the the characteristics for you for that a leader needs to have and i can see that in you i mean and, uh, you said you know that you are at early stages and yet you have a pretty wide experience on leadership well and talking about being humble fabio so what is the say the answer can I ask sure. you a question? Sure. How can you define a good leader? I, I don't, there is no, oh, like, is that a, it's, a, it's a big one, no? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge, I mean, and I, I like what you said at the beginning, uh, actually you repeat many times. It's, a, it's about ad adaptation. For me, it's all about adaptation. A good leader is not the one that has, uh, for me, I mean, thank you for asking the question. No one asked actually. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think there is the one skill or the one leadership style. It's all about understanding the the moment, the situation, the team you're working with, and then even within the same team, there are moments, as you say, you know, that you need to. There is an emergency, urgency, and you probably can rely on a smaller team or on yourself, and that's it. And you make the decision, and over other moments in which you can be more democratic, uh, more open, more, more um, available to hear all the voices and listen to those voices. 
so th th those are adaptability is really for me one of the main characteristics and everything else that you say you know like um building trust being able to build trust trusting others and being a trustful person and then all, all those kind of things and the main thing is that I don't have a definition of leadership. <laughs> I ask this question every time. I love answer, listening to those answers. And uh, this is yeah, yeah. This is the 18th episode. I mean, it's not like I have hundreds. I have never heard twice the same answer, and that's that's the beauty of it, right? We it's have our own that. view. Yeah, I, I think this is why you cannot abuse an absolute adjective to define leadership it cannot oh, be no. good leadership there is better leadership where you can aim to you know like you know simon sinek was talking about the the theory of the uh, infinite games you know like it's an right. infinite line you are wherever you are in that line you have so much in front of you and so you can only hope that you can progress a little bit further and a little bit further you know? and then this is why I, I think it's 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 exciting you know like it's probably the job you never get tired of because uh, you can only yeah like develop and progress as, uh, or you can also go back actually <laughs> but uh, like uh, it's dynamic no the, it, it is dynamic absolutely as, as you mentioned it's, it's all about changing you know time changes people changes leaders have to change constantly i am scared of those who thinks who think they have learned enough they know everything they are the person or the leader it doesn't matter i think even the person that you 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 ought to be that i don't think you will never i i hope i will never get tired of learning new things um and this podcast is one of the ways for me to learn new things, you know, talking to people, getting to know people like you, Fabio. It's, it's uh, lovely to talk to. And uh, yeah, learn from, from you, learn from other people, listen to different stories. I might not agree with you. I, I don't, that, that's not important. I'm listening to you. And talking about this, talking about your journey, Fabio, not my journey. Uh, let, let me ask you. So, what is what is the the, the biggest flaw that you have? You know, the, the thing you're working on that you want to get better at right now in this moment as as a leader. Um, there are several. I, I will tell you, like uh, some that are recent, probably not the most important, and I will uh, elaborate on them as well. Probably while, while I do it, time management is is becoming. Oh. More <laughs> And, uh, but the problem associated with that, and uh, this is why it's bothering me, is that uh, I am not in control of my own calendar, and uh, and uh, and that is is a problem for me because uh, then I cannot allocate time enough to the things that I deem more important than others, and uh, and uh, it is a constant. A struggle, no? being able to uh, balance the, the 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 urgent versus the important, no? and uh, and uh, making sure that uh, you you dedicate time to, to to all the things that you need to keep uh, uh, going, no? and that, so that that is uh, that is one. The, the the other one is probably associated with it is that sometimes we we because we are time poor, we we send out that email too early. 
or uh, we, we we answer to a question no with, with an answer instead of asking another question and uh and, and that sometimes leads to, to to significant mistakes and uh you, you, when you do them you know that you, you you're better than that no but you no matter what you made that mistake no and uh, and so that's something that uh Again, something that uh, you, you probably won't be able to perfect, but there is a lot of improvement that can be done, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there is, there is room for improvement. And I'm sure that, you know, as you say, you know, uh, having feedbacks from the people you work with helps really have a view or where you are in your journey to be a better leader and a better person at the same time. Well, and this is a perfect lead to the last question okay. for this episode, and like every other, every other episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is, if someone comes to you and um, asks you for a suggestion to be a good leader, what is that you would tell to this person? Uh, well, uh, I, I would need to understand why they want to be leaders in the first place. Hmm. As Simon Sinek always, always say, you know, starts with why. It's so simple, but it's so important. No, like it's everything starts and finishes there. Like it's uh, like because like uh, if you have clarity on why you want to do something, then uh, you have an, an understanding of what is needed. No. To, to deliver in that sense, you know, and uh, it's uh, it's just that element of clarity that sometimes people don't have. No, I have uh, a lot of people come to me. I want to become a people manager, and like, well, why? Uh, it's uh, and by the way, there's a huge difference between leader and people manager. But like, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, sometimes when we have that conversation, then it becomes clear to them that uh, what they want is uh, having more opportunities. Of leadership, and uh, most often than not, those opportunities lies they, they lie within their role, no? and uh, and uh, and uh, so it's more uh, their interpretation of the role that changes and become that make them uh, strong leaders that can influence the the, the the decision made by the CEO of a company of more than uh, seven thousand employees. It happened. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's the, the kind of like a, like a, is it leadership? The title you have is the, 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 what you, or is it what you do now, the in and the out? And I think it's the second, like it's, it's what you do now. And, and uh, the title means very, very little, if nothing. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Fabio. Thank you for having me with us. Thank you for your humbleness, <laughs> your openness, and, you know, having shown us your view of leadership and I appreciate a lot of things you've said and especially the, the, the infinite game of leadership. I like, I like this, this view of it. Um, and well, I wish you the best and thank you again for having been here. Thank you, Stefano. Like, I really appreciated being here and uh, thanks for the chat. It was really good.